0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 516. Hello and welcome to the show. Great to have your company once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Apple issues an urgent security update for its products, stamp duty to be waived on electric cars, and it's 20 years since music recognition app Shazam was launched. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to check out the new Huawei Watch GT3 Pro. We'll also go through JBL's latest audio products and how you can get ears on with them. And Samsung has launched a 55-inch curved gaming screen, and we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, it's always news whenever Apple is involved and in this case when it's a security flaw, then it makes the evening news and I got to comment on this several times on TV and on radio uh, and the story behind this is the disclosure of a security vulnerability. So a little loophole for iPhones, iPads and Mac computers. Uh Apple said nothing about this until they had the patch, the software update to for customers to install. So and then it was explained what that was for. Now the this came from news of uh, of this vulnerability that was identified as being rooted in the WebKit. Now WebKit is the 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 underlying layer for Safari, which is the the Apple's very own browser on iPhones, iPads, and Mac computers. And this, this vulnerability would allow someone to take full admin control of your device if you visited, if they just took you to a website. So if you, through Safari, you come to a website and this little loophole, this what they call an arbitrary code execution, would be able to control your device. Now, the devices that have been affected, of course, is iPhone 6S and later, all models of the iPad Pro, iPad Air 2 and later, iPad 5th generation and later, iPad Mini 4 and later, iPod Touch, and any Mac computers running Mac OS Monterey. Uh, so, there's also an update for if you're running a Mac for the Safari browser, if you're running the Big Sur and Catalina versions of Mac OS. So, there is a Safari browser update just for those. So, it's to do with the operating system. So, if you are using an iPhone or an iPad, I'd recommend if you haven't done this already, go to your settings, go general, go to software update. And there should be an update if you haven't already installed it already, iOS 15.6.1. And what I'd recommend while you're there is click automatic updates to on. So if any update like this comes along, it will automatically install. I know I I hear a lot of people complaining whenever there's an update. I don't understand. These updates, this one included, and in particular this one, is designed to improve your experience, to improve your device, to improve your security. So why wouldn't you want that? I think let this be a lesson to anyone who has ever grumbled about an update. Yes, it's going to take a few minutes, but at the end of the day, it's for your own good and for the good of your device and your security. So it's just one of those things, just grin and bear it and update it. And I highly recommend you do this update. It's a probably a million to one shot that you're going to get exploited, but you just don't want to be that one. Make it make it zero to a million chance. So if you install this this update, you're going to be protected. Now it, the fact that it's Apple, as I said, is is a pretty big deal. Apple kind of seen by many customers, including their own customers, as being all sort of immune to all this stuff because. I know Windows, if you're a Windows user, you're a bigger target for for cyber criminals who do who earn hackers who want to get into your system. Yeah, there, there have been cases of, of of Mac Mac exploits as well, but very few compared to those that are, are aimed at PC users. And similarly too on the phone side, Android being such an open system uh, is a bit more vulnerable. Apple is uh, they they kind of uh, their their badge of honor is that the fact that iOS is is kind of this almost impregnable system and that's why they take such great care in the apps that they allow into the app store so every app has to pass has to pass tests and has to run properly and provide a decent experience otherwise it gets rejected And that's also why uh, Apple has also resisted, the the call for there to be any side-loading of apps. The, their, their worry is that a side-loaded app could introduce all kinds of malware to the device. So if you're coming in through just the App Store, Apple's argument is that they're the gatekeepers and they're the ones who can keep all, any kind of nasties out of your system. What, what we've seen here is a totally different thing where it was actually the system itself that had the, the hole in the fence, if you like, for this potential, uh, this potential uh, loophole, the, the, this potential takeover of your device, it's just, just think about how the, these little things that come up. Imagine two million lines of code, and this is in one of them. That that's how that's how rare these the, these little things are. But yet, someone found it, and there needed to be an update to patch it as well. And make sure you've done that. If you haven't already done that, make sure you get onto that as soon as possible. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Now, if you're in the market for an electric vehicle and you happen to live in the state of New South Wales, we have some good news. Stamp duty will be waived for any purchases of an EV to the value of of, up to the value of $78,000. This was uh, the government made this official last week. But get this, it's also backdated. So the exemption, if you've registered an eligible EV between September 1, 2021, and the 14th of August this year, you'll be able to claim back the stamp duty that you've already paid. Now, this this applies to battery electric vehicles and for the very few people who are driving these the hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicles but I think most people are going to be driving the full battery EV and so if you have bought a new or used EV in that time and it's under 78 thousand bucks you'll be able to get your money back if you're buying a new EV to the value of around 78k you could save up to five and a half thousand dollars. Which when you take that into account, don't forget you're going to be saving on fuel costs as well. You, there, you will pay for electricity or, or charges wherever you happen to do it, but you're not going to pay anywhere near as much as you do for your petrol. So I think people need to take that into account. And the reason this this stamp duty exemption has been introduced in the first place is to encourage used customers, drivers, to think about an EV. Because yes, they are expensive. They're starting to come down now. I'll talk, tell you more about the of the vehicles that are eligible under this price, under that price. But this brings that a little bit closer. And as I just said, you got to take into account not only are you going to save stamp duty here, but in the let's say you keep this car for three years, you might lease it for three to five years, whatever take into account the money you're going to save there as well in terms of fuel. If you're paying fuel right now, you are paying hundreds of dollars for fuel a month with an EV, you're not paying anywhere near that much. So that's another saving. So I, I know a lot of customers think they look at the sticker price and think, well, it's a bit high, but don't, a lot of them don't take into account that in the life of the vehicle, you're going to save money as well. So it's kind of going to not pay for itself, but the the added expense you've paid up front, you're going to sort of get that back over the life of the vehicle anyway. But having stamp duty exemption, I personally I think it should be on all EVs, no matter how much they are. But this is a great starting point. So one thing though that really surprised me about this too is that if you if you're looking at a hybrid electric vehicle or a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, these are not I repeat, not part of this stamp duty exemption. So it needs to be a full EV or a fuel cell, hydrogen fuel cell EV, not a hybrid. So yeah, that's uh, something to consider. Now, what can you get for 78K if you're looking for an EV? Well, the answer to that is a fair few, a a fair few vehicles, including the base model Tesla Model 3. The base model Tesla Model Y deliveries of the Model Y, which we've r- written about on Tech God and spoken about on this podcast, they've just started arriving in Australia. The MG ZS EV, which I've written about on Tech God, great little car, it's a, a, like a midsize SUV. Uh, the Nissan Leaf, the Hyundai Ionic, the Hyundai Kona EV. The BYD Addo three, which we've also written about on Tech Guide, and the Polestar two, which I have driven and written about on Tech Guide as well. I'll put links to all those on the story on Tech Guide about this. So, it, look, it, it, we've come to a, a bit of a crossroads here. I think, where if you are in the market for a new car, and let's face it, you're going to buy a car today, you're going to keep it for a few years, you're not going to get rid of it in six months. But if you are at the point where you think, right, am I ready for an EV? then this is a great opportunity for you to save a bit of money and to really sort of give it some serious thought. Now, as an EV driver myself, have been for four nearly four and a half years now, my tip to a potential EV driver would be consider where you'll be able to charge your car the easiest. And in many cases, that would be in your driveway at home. So if you can install... A charger in your driveway, at home, in your garage, wherever it happens to be, so you could easily, at a pinch, just plug your car in at home, and 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 get your get top up the battery whenever you need. Also consider where you drive most. So you might drive to work to a certain area. You might go up the coast to visit family, go camping, whatever you happen to do. Do your homework, see what charges are around there. There is plenty of apps you can download that'll tell you the nearest app, the nearest uh, charging station. Uh, a lot there's a lot of them around and more and more are being introduced into the into the infrastructure week to week. But I think they're the little things to tick off before you take the plunge. There is a lot of anxiety around people, diving into an EV or thinking about diving into an EV they're they're worried oh, will I run out of power would I, I do this well I tell when people ask me that I say well do you worry about running out of petrol and they say no because there's a petrol station petrol stations everywhere and I say well no I don't worry about that either because I see where I'm going and I make sure there's somewhere to charge if I have to or I've got enough power enough battery to get me there and back again so it, it's just you just need to slightly alter your thinking in terms of your driving where your your fuel has changed of course because it's a battery not a petrol tank but I think if you can give yourself a bit of peace of mind knowing that okay I'll go to my my parents house live there there's a charger near there if I need it or there's a supercharger here or there's a community charger there then if you know in your general vicinity where you can charge the car then the decision gets a bit easier now I know there are a lot of people who they don't have off-street parking. They might live in a large apartment complex. These these are things that, if in the case of an apartment, you probably need to take this up with the strata or whether there is going to be a, a community charger in the building and how many there are. And if you do own, if you do, uh, if you're able to install your own, but maybe you have parking in your apartment, are you able to install your own charger in your space? these are questions that need to be asked and and they are being answered as well because you know the new labor government is right behind EVs they're trying to really uh make make create a, a scenario where the market is receptive to 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 for people to buy EVs that that's that's really what they want us to do and let's face it, it it's in our near future that uh, there's going to be more of these on the road and they are getting cheaper they are more there's a larger variety of vehicles as well but the good news is, though, if you're in New South Wales and other states, I think, offer offer some incentives as well. But if you live in the state of New South Wales, you will get no stamp duty on an EV up to the value of $78,000. If you want to read more about that story, check it out, techguide.com.au. Now... You know something's become mainstream and popular and part of our daily life when the name of that product is a verb. The example would be, uh, I'm going to Google it. Googled it. The other example is, I'm going to Shazam it. If you want, if you need to know, if you think, oh, this song's fantastic. Well, well, who sings this? Then someone will say, Shazam it. And what you do, you open up your Shazam app. Press the the press the large the, the tap the big S in the middle of the screen and it's listening out for the song and it'll tell you within a few seconds the name of the song, the artist, where you can buy it, where you can stream it, all of these things. And that little old service, the Shazam service, is now 20 years old. And would you believe in 20 years, the the app, of course, is used to recognize music. In 20 years. Shazam has been used to recognize more than 70 billion songs from users around the world. So these are the people who hear, oh, what a great song, what, who, who sings this? And then boom, they can put a name and an artist to that song, so they know the name of the song, the artist that they're hearing. Apple Music has created a special playlist featuring the most Shazam songs of each calendar year. For the last 20 years, you can actually, I've linked that playlist on our story on Tech Guide. So if you're an Apple Music listener, you can click through and hear some of those songs, which include Rolling in the Deep by Adele, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, uh, Cheap Thrills by Sia, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke, uh, and many, many more. Dance Monkey as well from our very own Tones and I. But it's really interesting to look back at this whole thing. There's some really interesting dates and some, some milestones as well. Some of the important dates, the, the service was launched in August 2002, would you believe, as a text message service based in the UK. So back then, you could identify a song by dialing 2580 on your phone and holding it up to holding the the song, your phone up to the to the music, and then you were sent an SMS telling you the song title and the name of the artist. How's that for old school? It wasn't until 2008 that they launched on the new Apple's App Store. Of course, there was no App Store before 2008, so Shazam thought, "Wow, this is Christmas." Later that year, they in October 2008 they launched in, in an Android version. So they, they had an iPhone version 2008, July 2008, Android, October 2008. They also became a, an Apple watch app on April in April 2015 when the uh, Apple Watch first was released. And they also then, I think uh, joined the Apple family. So I think Apple acquired them, I think uh, after that. In June 2021, they passed the 1 billion Shazams per month. And today in 2022, they celebrate 20 years and 70 billion all-time Shazams. Now, what was the first ever Shazam song, do you think? Well, I'll tell you. It was Jeepster by T-Rex on the 19th of April, 2002. That's actually before August, 2002. The first Shazam song on the iOS app was How Am I Different by Amy Mann. That was on the 10th of July, 2008. The first track to reach 10 million Shazams was Somebody That I Used To Know by Australian Gautier featuring Kimbera. That's back in December 2012. The first artist to hit 10 million Shazams was Lil Wayne in June 2011. The first artist to hit 100 million Shazams was David Guetta back in May 2015. Now, let's talk fastest tracks to accumulate Shazams. Fastest track to accumulate a million Shazams was Butter by BTS, took nine days. Fastest track to reach 10 million Shazams was Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, that took 87 days. Now, the fastest track to reach 20 million Shazams was Dance Monkey by Tones and I, another Aussie, in 219 days. Now, have a guess who is the most Shazammed artist of all time. That would be Drake. With over 350 million Shazams across songs, the artist has either led or featured on. One Dance is Drake's most popular track at over 17 million Shazams. Now... Dance Monkey by Tones and I is the most Shazammed song ever, with forty-one million Shazams. And as you know, if someone, if you hit, if you if you, if you Shazam something today, it leads to a service where it can be listened to. So I'm, my my thinking is that these artists are benefiting from here. People are wanting to know what it is, and they often go in and buy it or stream it. So the artists would be clipping the ticket, I'm thinking. Now, let's go through the top Shazammed songs by Genre. Top hip-hop slash rap, Can't can't Hold Us by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Top dance song, Prayer in C by Robin Schultz. Top R&B soul, All of Me by John Legend. Top Latin, Mi Genta by G Balvin and Willie William. Top pop song. Let Her Go by Passenger, Top Alternative, we already know, Dance Monkey by Tones and I, Top Singer, Songwriter, Take Me to Church by Hosier. So there's all the stats for Shazam. Are you a user? Do you, do you like a Shazam? Uh, I know I do. I, I use this a fair bit. Uh, but if you want to see all of those stats, all of those milestones, and also access, of course, that great playlist from Apple Music, You know you can do that at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by our friends at Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. The dark web is an underground part of the web that isn't searchable from regular search engines. It's where cyber criminals buy and sell illicit items and stolen personal information, like bank account details, home addresses, credit card information, and more. Norton 360 Premium includes dark web monitoring, which searches the dark web markets for your personal details and, if discovered, will notify you. Norton 360 has multiple layers of protection for your device's online privacy, like a secure VPN and dark web monitoring, all in a single solution but there's more. With real-time threat protection to help protect you and your devices from existing and emerging online threats, there's parental control to help manage your kids' online time, school time to manage your child's remote learning. There's a password manager to generate, store, and manage your passwords and other credentials more securely. There's SafeCam for PC and SMS security as well. Northern 360 for PCs, is available for PCs, Macs, smartphones, or tablets, and it's available online at au.norton.com or an electrical retailer. And now, a tech guide review with Stephen Fennec. All right, let's kick off the reviews this week, and we're talking about the Huawei Watch GT3 Pro. Now, this is a, a smart watch that pairs to all all phones to whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user this is your choice i know that apple watch only works with iPhones other devices work with both iOS and Android as well huawei is one of those huawei watch gt3 pro is has a circular face it also has a titanium case so it's pretty sleek and pretty stylish And I think a lot of customers will like this because it looks like a watch. I know a lot of iPhone users who are not a fan of Apple Watch because it's square, it doesn't look like a real watch. But the real watch fans want a circular display and that's exactly what the Watch GT3 Pro offers. And it has that titanium body, the circular watch face and has the look and feel. So it looks right at home, whether you're training in the gym or in the boardroom or at a ball, It, it does have that sort of timeless look. The rear cover is made of nanocrystalline ceramic and is it, and pretty comfortable on your skin. It's not going to cause any kind of irritation. The watch also has a sapphire crystal covering on the over the forty six point6 millimeter case. Uh, the, the, it has a 1.43 inch ammo lead display. that that's sapphire glass really tough, so will help you uh, avoid any scratching on on that device. Uh, the watch is also has an interchangeable leather watch band. There's also a matching titanium strap if you do want to go pay a little bit more uh, to match the titanium look. But I, I, uh, the one I reviewed had the leather cape, leather strap, looks pretty good. And you can change it pretty easily as well. If you want to get a different color or different style, you can easily do that. The Watch GT3 3T, GT3 Pro has an IP68 rating. So it's dust and water resistant. Also has a five ATM rating, which means you can go as deep as thirty meters if you're a, if you're snorkeling or diving or scuba diving, whatever you want to do. The uh, it also so and of course if you're swimming and all that. So no no dramas in the water. The to link it to your phone, you need to download the Huawei Health app. So that's available on the App Store and also the Play Store. So it pairs with iPhone and Android. And that app itself also gives you a pretty detailed dashboard for your health and wellness stats, uh, details of your workouts and such. Now, on the health side, a lot of features here you can track your heart rate 24-7, your blood oxygen level through the TrueSeen 5.0 Plus technology. So this, this has eight photoelectric sensors arranged in a circle. So uh, it'll tell you, for example, if your heart rate is outside its normal range and you're not exercising or doing anything, it'll say, "Oop, your uh, your heart rate is abnormally high or low." The also has True Sleep 2.0, and this is great for tracking your sleep. And not only any any watch can tell you how long you slept and even identify your sleep states, but what what the watch uh, GT3 Pro offers is personalized advice on how to sleep better. For us, it said, "Go to bed earlier. You need more sleep." Which, yeah. I, can, I knew that was coming. But it can also, though, tell you when you're feeling stressed. Don't forget it's looking at your heart rate in real time. It's got all this information. Uh, and if it does feel that you'll be a little bit stressed, it'll guide you through breathing exercises to help you calm down. You can also be reminded to drink more water throughout the day as well. You might think, ooh, okay, you need, you're due for another glass of water. It also tells you if you've been stationary for a long time there's a little picture of someone doing a little stretching exercise. It'll say, listen, move, uh, get up and move around a bit. So that's, that's uh, it's it's kind of a little little tap on the shoulder to say, look, you've been sitting still for 50 minutes or an hour. It's time to move around a bit. Uh, speaking of moving around, of course, it's, uh, there's plenty of workout modes as well. So if you're into your running or you know, indoor and outdoor, walking, cycling, pool swimming, open water swimming, rowing, skipping, triathlon, march, much more. But also, and here's where I fit into it too, golfers will love it as well. There's a, there's a mode called driving range. And what this does, it doesn't keep you score or nothing. It's a swing and analysis. It can analyze your swing and give you feedback on things like your swing speed, your swing tempo, your backswing and downswing time as well. well. These are things that if you've ever had a lesson, these are things your pro talks about. This is really vital information if you want to improve your game. My biggest, my biggest problem is when I'm when I'm playing golf. I'm a member at the coast uh, in uh, in Little Bay, out here in New South Wales. So if you're ever out there and uh, you want to have a game, let me know. But my problem is like I'm a 20 marker. My handicap's 20. My problem is sometimes my downswing's a bit fast. So I try to i just try to just get down and hit the ball too quick. So I don't have that sort of that nice tempo. And that's what this was pointing out. So it's a really good way to sort of work out the right feel, you know. So up and down, like you get that right rhythm. Uh, it's still I've been playing golf for years, but it's still I have to get it through my head not to try to hit the ball too hard, if you can believe that. But I'm getting there, and this and this really helps. It, it does tell you, the, you know, your club head speed and your down uh, ups, your, your backswing, downswing tempo. If if you sort of know where you where you 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 got to be sort of that rhythm that tempo, it is very very helpful. It has helped me already, so I'm I'm a big fan of that. Uh, the GT3 Pro has a nice simple operating system too, really easy to navigate. Uh, when you when you look at your apps, they're in a nice grid formation, so it's really easy to find them. The apps also available to download through the Huawei Health app. There's a watch app gallery inside that app, so you're able to. Uh, search for all these other apps. There's plenty in there, actually. There's a lot of apps that are compatible with the with the phone, with the watch, I should say. Um, and also, it's a smart watch, of course, so you get notifications on your wrist, so any, anything you set it for. I just set it for messages and phone calls and stuff. And you're able to then see who's calling or messaging without taking your phone out of your bag or out of your pocket. You can even answer uh, calls on your wrist as well now. So it has a speaker and a microphone right there on the watch, so you can talk to people Dick Tracy style on your wrist. And for messages too, there's some some pre-prepared replies that you can easily, you know, say someone messaged you and you just want to reply. Okay, there's a, there's the okay or thank you or whatever. There's all those those uh, templates for you to just to choose a reply, a quick reply. Uh, if you if you like your music too, I like that you can actually load music. You can put you can put playlists from your phone onto the watch, and then link your Bluetooth, pair your Bluetooth earphones or headphones to the watch. So you can actually leave your phone behind, say you want to go for a walk or a run, you can just put your playlist on the watch, pair your headphones and earphones, and off you go. Now, I've got to say, all those features I've just mentioned are really impressive, but one of the most impressive things about the Huawei Watch GT3 Pro is the battery life. Battery life is remarkable. Huawei puts, says that it can last, the battery can last up to 14 days. And I'm telling you now, it, it's true. Even if, if you're a heavy user, say if you're using Bluetooth all the time, GPS for your workouts, regular sleep tracking, notifications, calls, messages, then they're saying, oh, it'll come down to eight days of battery. Even eight days is amazing. But 14 days... And I could tell you now, after two days, I looked down at my wrist and it was still 85% battery left. I'm thinking, what? this is incredible. How do they do that? Anyone else listening with another brand watch, like Apple Watch needs to be charged every night. But this manages two weeks, up to two weeks of battery life. I don't know how they do it, but it is remarkable. One of those cool features. And, and when it's time to charge, they've increased the charging speed by 30%. So you can get 25% charge in 10 minutes or 100% in just 85 minutes. So it's really important if you are using the watch for, your, say, your sleep tracking. So once you wake up, you can pop this on the charger, and 85 minutes later, you're 100% charged again, so ready to go to work or school, wherever you got to go. So that's a great feature that it charges fast, but also the battery just lasts for ages. The Watch GT3 Pro is uh, – there's a bit of a special actually going on now. I should have told you that at the top. There is a special happening for Father's Day. This is usually priced at $899, but it's been discounted to $599. You've got until September the second. This is a Father's Day special. So if you're in the if you're thinking about it, jump in now. You got till September 2, 599 dollars down from $899. Well worth a look. I, I think it's one of the most versatile smartwatches you'll find. And as I said, pairs with all phones, and that battery life just goes forever. If you want to find out more, check out our story, read our complete review, and look at that discounted price. You can see all of that at techguide.com.au. Now, we all know JBL, a very popular audio brand. Australia's number one audio brand, to be, uh, to be precise. And it has just revealed its latest range of products. We're talking party speakers, Bluetooth speakers, noise-cancelling earphones, gaming headphones, all new products. And guess what? There's a new way for you to hear them for yourself. You can go. If you're going to a concert at Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney, there is a new JBL Live Lounge. I think KISS are playing this weekend, uh, coming uh, this cu- upcoming weekend at Kudos Bank Arena. If you've got KISS tickets, A, I'm jealous, and B, you can go to the JBL Live Lounge to listen to these audio products, and I'm just about to talk to you. Now, JBL's Heritage, of course, is on the stage Its speakers have powered some of the world's biggest concerts from some of the world's biggest artists. So this is their heritage. At a concert, you can hear the quality for yourself if you're heading down to Kudos Bank Arena anytime soon for any concert. The JBL Live Lounge is where you'll be able to hear the Flip 6 Bluetooth speaker, the Party Box Encore Essential speaker, Live Pro 2 active noise-cancelling earphones, and the Quantum 810 Gaming Headset, the JBL Flip 6. That's 169.95. This is a really cool Bluetooth speaker. Has dual passive radiators, a racetrack-shaped woofer, separate tweeter, 12 hours of playback, IP67, so it's waterproof and dustproof. 169.95. That is uh, one of the new products. Uh, has also party boost, so you can link up to uh, up to you can link multiple Flip 6 speakers and has Bluetooth 5.1 on board. If you want to go a little bit larger, the JBL Party Box Encore Essential, that's $350. This is a 100-watt speaker that not only gives you great sound, but also puts on a light show as well. There's lights through the front of the speaker, and you can take it anywhere. There's an ultra-portable handle, IPX4 splash-proof design, so features JBL's original Pro Sound. I've also mentioned 100 watts of output power, Six hours of playtime has a wired mic input if you want to have a sing, uh, and is also compatible with the Party Box app as well. You, uh, if you want to power your party, the Party Box Encore Essential is what you're looking at. Now, if you're in the market for some true wireless earphones, then the JBL Live Pro Two. $199.95. 199 So under 200 bucks, you are not only getting JBL Signature Sound, but true adaptive noise cancellation as well. So this is active noise cancellation, eliminate all those ambient sounds so you can just focus in on your music. You can also adjust the amount of background noise you want to let in because sometimes you need to know what's going on around you. But there's up to 40 hours of playback too. So whether you're in the gym or on your commute, on your walk, your run, these are there also forty hour, up to 40 hours of playback. That's 10 hours in the earbud, 30 hours from the charging case, six microphones that help with the noise and wind isolation technology and has all-access touch controls. It's got like a little stalk design, so you can actually control everything just on the earphones themselves. So that's the JBL Live Pro 2, 199 Now, the JBL Quantum 810, if you're a gamer, now I've always said, gaming—it's become uh, an experience like a movie. The, the the audio quality and the and the video quality and the graphics all play a part. Now with the JBL Eight Tens. They feature JBL's Quantum Surround and DTS Headphone X 2.0. These codecs help immerse you in the game. It's got a flip-up microphone so you can still chat with your mates and your teammates if you're uh, on on the you're playing competitively. Uh, has the high-res certified 50 millimeter drivers inside, active noise cancellation, 30 hours of battery life as well. And they've also got the voice focus beam microphone with echo and noise suppression. So. JBL's got you covered whether you're gaming, whether you're out and about wanting to listen to earphones, powering your party with the party box, but also to if you want a bit of personal speaker, a personal speaker, the JBL Flip 6 as well. If you want to read about all of those new hot JBL audio products, and you can also take a listen to them at the JBL Live Lounge at the Kudos Bank Arena. You can check them all out at TechGuide.com.au. Now, gaming, we mentioned gaming just a moment ago uh, with the JBL uh, Quantum 810 headset. Now, you need not only good audio, but you need to see it on a decent screen, and Samsung has introduced this incredible Odyssey Arc. Now, you've got to see this to believe it, okay? And there's my stories on Tech Guide for you to check it out for yourself. It is a curved 55-inch screen, and curved not not you know how the the TVs used to be curved where you know it's like a gentle little curve that yeah it's there the curves there nothing too nothing too unusual about that but with the Odyssey Arc it's the world's first 55-inch gaming screen with a 1000R curve on it so the curve's a bit harder than a regular curved TV and that offers that sort of more immersive sort of picture, cinematic picture quality, immersive sound all in one. Now, this the Odyssey Arc, apart from being massive, it's 55 inches, has 165 hertz refresh rate, one millisecond response time, and has a new rotating cockpit mode. So the 55-inch screen, the curvature, is designed to wrap around your field of view. So... It just, that extreme curvature, it like envelops you in the game, locks you in. Now, it goes even further. Cockpit mode allows the screen to rotate with its height adjustable stand. So you can tilt it and pivot it to run in portrait mode. So if you want to play your game that way, like you're looking at a big phone screen, you can do that as well which is remarkable. You should see it. It looks incredible. It's pretty tall when you switch it up on its side like that. Now, under the hood, there's quantum mini LEDs, 14-bit processing. Uh, So you've got a really nice range of both dark and bright scenes. It's got 16,384 black levels. So you get this ultra-realistic graphics. It's got a million-to-one static contrast ratio. It also can upscale content to 4K quality and also uses Samsung's matte display and sound dome technology. Matte display means reduces reflection and glare, so there's no distractions and it keeps you focused in on the game. The sound dome technology includes an AI sound booster and also Dolby Atmos. So you're hearing this amazing surround sound experience through the four speakers located at each corner of the screen. And there are two central woofers. So, just from the screen, you're getting 60 watt 2.2.2 channel audio experience. Pretty good. It is also customizable, so you can do things like adjust the screen size, the position, even the aspect ratio to give you the perfect gaming setup. Also, included with it is the solar powered arc dial. Now, the arc dial is the controller for the Odyssey arc to access and control all the settings. So you can do things like change the screen size, go between screen ratio, 60 by 9, 21 by 9, 32 by 9, all through the arc dial. Uh, And as I said, utilize in several positions so you have complete control. There's also Game Bar, which is like this control center that allows you to quickly access and view the status of your settings, like the frames per second, high dynamic range, variable refresh rate, the screen ratio, response time, and all of that. So it is just this powerhouse if you're into your gaming. Uh, It's big screen as well, 55 inches. You're not going to miss it. Pricing hasn't been announced yet, nor has a specific release date. But we'll stay on top of that for you and give you that information once we get it. But for now, if you want to take a closer look at this incredible Sony, the Sony, Samsung Odyssey Arc, Sony PlayStation might fit into it, but the Samsung Odyssey Arc, it's 55 inches and that curve is just incredible. You need to see it to believe it. Check it out at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's finely tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. With Wi-Fi 6E, the fastest Wi-Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best fi All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you by our good friends at Belkin. Belkin is the place to go if you're after various products, a charging stand, cables, a power bank, MagSafe cases, you name it, they've got it, belkin.com forward slash AU. In the help desk today, we are talking about how you can view Top Gun Maverick in your home. Yes, it is coming to homes through Paramount. The Top Gun Maverick is one of the most successful movies of all time. It has joined the billion dollar box office club and you'll get a chance to watch it in the comfort of your own home with the digital release on August the 24th. That's This week, you'll be able to watch Top Gun digitally. Now, this is the sequel, of course, to the original film released in 1986, and it actually overtook Avengers Endgame to become the third biggest film in Australia, which has been watched by more than 4.6 million people since its release in cinemas just over 70 days ago. It is also, would you believe, Paramount's most successful release ever globally. Now, from August 24, you can buy the movie digitally through in 4K uh, from Apple TV, Prime Video, Telstra TV, Box Office, and YouTube. Now, if you want to rent Top Gun Maverick, you're going to have to wait till September 14. And if you want to buy it on disc, and this is me, you have to wait until November the 2nd. So on November 2, it's going to be released in 4K UHD, some amazing box sets and, and collector's editions coming out. Uh, or if you want to buy it on Blu-ray disc and DVD, November the second, unfortunately, not they're not releasing it all at the same time. So it's like a staggered release. So August twenty-four to buy it on digital through those places I mentioned: Apple TV, Prime Video, Telstra TV, Box Office, YouTube. If you want to rent it digitally, September fourteen. That's a couple of weeks after that. Well, three weeks after that. And if you want to buy it, like I do, on 4K UHD disc and just blast it through my Dolby Atmos uh, home theater, then you, we're going to have to wait until I can suppose I can get it digitally and blast it that way too. It will be Dolby Atmos, I think, on the the digital version. But uh, I know definitely the disc will have Dolby Atmos. Uh, 4K, at Blu-ray and DVD, November the 2nd. So, yeah, we're going to have to wait. But I saw it in the cinemas once. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't see it again. But you know what? My home theater, I'm confident, can reproduce that experience pretty well. A lot of a lot of features too, a lot of uh, bonus content as well, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, uh, all about sort of the the production of the film and how it was filmed, and the in the the various things that had to be done to make it as realistic as possible. There's a couple of music videos, the Lady Gaga "Hold My Hand" music video, the uh, One Republic song "I Ain't Worried" is also on the soundtrack, and uh, yeah, so a lot of lot of things to enjoy as well, apart from the film itself. But uh, August twenty-four, that's this week for the digital purchase. Uh, September 14 for the digital rental. And if you want it on disc, if you want the physical media, you've got to wait till November the second. But uh, it's gonna be a bonanza if you want to if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick already, uh it's well worth uh well worth buying this thing. It's, it's a fantastic movie and really will uh if you've lo- if you love the original you'll also love this one as well. And of course, stars Tom Cruise, come on, you can't go wrong. If you want to check that out, you can head over, we've got some details at techguide.com.au. And that there is the end of our show for this week. If you need to find out anything that we've spoken about on the show, you can check it out at our website, techguide.com.au. And we love hearing from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email, info at techguide.com.au or hit the Ask Stephen icon on the right-hand side of the page and that will send an email my way as well. We want to also thank our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.